This is riveting. Find more at riveting.fm. Hi, I'm Morgan. I'm a publicist. Hi, I'm Linda, and I'm a writer and editor. And this is... Drink! Drink! Drunk! A grammar show with a drinking problem. Welcome to the show. That was not singing. That was an oh my god! Enth- I just said we gotta get Morgan singing again. That was an enthusiastic introduction because I'm really excited because you're all listening to our 51st episode. Yay! <laughs> it's almost like we forgot to mention it for the 50th, but we didn't because we were purposefully waiting for the 51st. Yep. You know what they say? No. No. Fifty's <laughs> silver and 51's gold. No. L.I. bros. L.I. Hmm? Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Roman numerals. Yeah. Stands for lie, which is what we do on this podcast. What? Just like the New England Patriots in that Super Bowl that they <gasps> quote, one, unquote. Ooh. Oh, and the federal government that we now have also lies. Well, you know. But I never expected it of a football supposedly. team. Supposedly. <laughs> oh, God. I just want to punch you. All right, 51. We're going to talk about, ready? Email. Ah! Uh, This is like a retrospective. (laughs) Yes. So you're like, are you sure this was an episode 11? (laughs) No, it's just the... It's just that we don't have any other topics to talk about. It's the 51st time we've talked about emails. (laughs) (laughs) Call your mom, pop your champagne bottles, (laughs) do whatever you do when you celebrate. (laughs) All your math. <laughs> uh, we're also going to uh, talk about introversion, which might be why I think calling your mom is celebrating. <laughs> oh my God. My beard just almost went up through my nose. And etymology. <laughs> well, that... Better say etymology. Mm. I know. That was sort of like a sharp turn there. <laughs> Email. Call your mom. Got etymology. Lots of cover. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to be very busy on old 51. <laughs> ah, the old 51. <laughs> All right, kick us off with some of your favorite subject material. Email. Email. Particularly email sign-offs. So a few outlets covered um, a recent study that was done by Boomerang which is a company that has, like, email productivity apps. And they did a study of, like, 300,000 emails or something. 350,000. That's a lot of emails. Thanks. (laughs) Do they get them from Russia? (laughs) (laughs) How do you think they sign off from Russia? I was just going to ask, how do you think Hillary Clinton signs off her emails? She just says H. We know that now. Doesn't everyone know that now? I guess it was a stupid question. Yeah. I was just going to be like, wow, did you get one from her? How do you know? Uh, I think it's like hyphen space H. Hyphen space H. That's interesting. I think so, right? It should be like a dash or something, but yeah. Okay. Anyway, so 350,000 emails and they were like, what sign off? Oh, so I'll say just like a couple uh, outlets that covered this. Lifehacker, mm-hmm. Inc.com, whatever. Or I'm sorry. Um, although I am on the dot com. Whatever. I'm not getting into this. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> Seems like you are. <laughs> Linda, don't bring your complicated relationship with Ink Magazine into this. 
Wait, so you know what? I say dot com a lot when I don't mean to. <laughs> like, when you're like, Anthony, thanks for dinner. It was the bomb dot com. Well, yeah, I do say that. Yeah, I know. But I feel like I'll also be like, I don't know. I can't even get into it. But I do say, like, I really want an example. It's like, walk into work. You're like, hello, dot com. No. I'll be like, when I'm like not thinking or like tired, I'll just be like, um, I was checking like the newsletter.com. I mean, like, just, like what I'm sort of thinking about, like online what stuff. What newsletter were you checking <laughs> before bed? Well, whenever like, she's driving through McDonald's and she's like, can I get a Big Mac.com? <laughs> oh, oh, I man. wish I had a Big Mac. Wait, speaking of Ink Magazine, there was an intern <laughs> once um, who my boss was like can you find so and so at ink at ink magazine and she was like then she like never and they were like you know hey did you ever find that person at ink magazine she's like no i couldn't like i can't even find ink magazine because she was doing ink oh wait you know what the other thing is because it ends with a period it does so So i like start filling it right in there okay anyway i'm I'm gonna move on okay please All right, so they were moveon.com. Am I right? <laughs> I think it's a .org. <laughs> Not for Linda. No. Um, I think like it, uh, NPR does like .org, but they say .com. .com. Isn't that weird? What? You know how like when you're listening to NPR or something, they'll be like .org, like when they're yeah. doing a website. Okay. But for .com, they say .com. Okay. Like why? Okay. All right. So anyway, um, Boomerang wanted to find out what <laughs> email sign-off gets the most, like the highest response rate. Mm-hmm. So they analyzed 350,000 emails. All right. Did you already read this? Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> I was going to quiz you. Did you read this, Brian? No, I just want to hear what they are, though. No quizzes. Come on. I want you to guess... Between okay. okay, sincerely, cheers, warmly, thanks, regards, best, take care, ciao, talk soon. Looking forward to your thoughts, your or just your initials, or no closing at all. What is the highest response rate? Ciao. <laughs> ciao, Bella. Except the response is like, why the fuck did you spine off that way? <laughs> Am I in Italy? Ciao. It's, it's thanks. So emails or that- grazie. <laughs> Emails that close with a variation of thank you, like gratitude, got significantly more, more responses than emails ending with other popular, <laughs> with other popular closings. Well, I don't know. Less people, less people in that study wrote chow or probably many of the other things. Guys, do you think so there's it's... people who write C-H-O-W? <laughs> Yeah, totally. I do. <laughs> so thanks. Thanks to the winner. Uh, it's not that it's the most. It's that it has the highest response rate. So it the doesn't winner. matter. Yeah, but you said probably less people use chow. Oh, did the... But it's the rate, not okay, the, okay. the number of responses. Mm-hmm. So... Um, Science. Because you ignore emails from people that sign off with yeah. chow. <laughs> Block. Block this email address. Yeah. 
So thanks in advance had the highest 65.7% response rate. I use that one. Do you? Mm-hmm. Uh, also, it's like if you're saying thanks in advance, it means that your email actually needs a response. So that yeah. could also be a reason. I use that one. And then another one that I use that I get, um, I, I have not run it through my algorithms, but I noticed that it kind of works. Uh, here's a PR tip for all use guys. When I'm pitching somebody, I'll say thanks for considering. Yeah. And people like that. I get more responses with that. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Who knew? I tell people when I like sort of consult people and they're like uh, emails for jobs and stuff or like cover letters. I say, like, say thanks. Thanks in advance for your consideration mm-hmm. and your time. You got both advance and consideration. Maybe yeah. you should try that ciao. next time. <laughs> and then sign off with ciao. And then I write ciao, brother. <laughs> All right. Then thanks was the second highest with 63%. And third highest was thank you with 57.9%. Isn't it interesting that thanks, the casual version of thank you, got a higher response rate? Tis. Hmm. No, because I, I don't know. I think more people put thanks because it's casual. And it, especially if it depends what kind of emails these are once again. But if it's yeah. thank you is more formal and that's usually you'll see it in a formal bad sales email. Yeah. It's yeah. more, more of something I think you would delete as opposed to Good point. a better mm-hmm. written, more persuasive email would probably say thanks. Yeah. And like they the say. <laughs> and I'm never deleting Best. anything signed off with chow. Chow. Right. So, yeah, of course, uh, they say, of course, the subject line, tone, length, and content of your emails matters, too. You can't write a long-winded, confusing, and unkind email and then simply signed with, or simply end with, thanks, and expect a reply. No, you cannot. Indeed. Not in this house. Ciao. If you're listening to this podcast... Congratulations. <laughs> You've been here for 51 episodes. You've been selected. <laughs> we'll meet you in the pod. We're going to one of those new planets. Ooh, that would be exciting. Wouldn't it? Uh, so maybe you might be an introvert. Uh, yeah. Maybe not. Maybe you're the life of the party, like myself. You are the life of the party, usually. Well, you know, that's what a couple beers will do to you. <laughs> I'm usually just in the corner with Brian talking about I don't this know what, podcast. This podcast, literally. Yeah. <laughs> so apparently, there are four kinds of introversion. Mm. Did you know? Mm-mm. Do you want to take the test and find out which kind you are? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Are you taking it? Sure. Okay. okay. All right. Uh, Do you consider yourself an introvert, Brian? Somewhat, but then some. Some guys like you're not an introvert, so I I think by definition I'm not. But yes, I definitely consider myself very introverted. Have you heard of like introvert ex- exhaustion? Is it, or no, an introvert hangover? So it's when maybe when you are forced. This is like a sort of a concept that's been making its rounds. I feel like, but when you are sort of like forced to socialize a lot in one period of time, you, you like kind break. of get a hangover of like being too social. I'm like, you just need a break. Uh, yeah, know, you're, you're exhausted. Yeah. You have a headache. Real introverted like, people, they'll go to a conference or a party, an event, and then like the need to be alone. Yeah. I don't have that, but okay. I just always, I'd rather just be alone. 
Yeah. And I don't, I'm shy if I don't know you. Okay. Are you shy? Oh God. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I think I'm just shy, not introverted, but let's hear. Well, okay. So time out. We're going to have to do some heavy editing. We can't take the quiz. All right. We're not taking the quiz then. But I, I, I am going to tell you about the kinds of introverts. Just tell me what they are. Okay. No editing guys. Don't worry. We're going straight through. <laughs> All right. This is what happens when you get to 51. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so basically people, usually introversion is defined by what it's not, which is extroversion. Okay. So this, these definitions give it a little bit more depth. So, da, 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 da. number one, social. Social introversion is the co- closest to the commonly held understanding of introversion, which is that your preference is to socialize with small groups instead of large ones. Okay. Or sometimes no group at all. Maybe you prefer to be alone. Maybe you want to stay home with a book or a computer or only just stick to like one or two friends instead of big parties. God, I love staying home I'm reading. Um, it's different from shyness in that it's not because you're anxious. It's just your preference. Okay. So that's social social introversion. Okay. Thinking introversion Mm. is a newer concept. People with high levels of thinking introversion don't share the aversion to social events, but they're introspective, thoughtful, and self-reflective. You're capable of getting lost in an internal fantasy world, but Mm. not in an erotic way. It's in an imaginative and creative way. Do you think my relationship with Leonardo DiCaprio counts? Yes. 100%. That's been going strong since seventh grade, so. Yeah. They're, the words in this are dreamily imaginative. Mm, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I think if we just like met, it would probably happen. Um, so I've been like. Yeah. You imagine this in a dreamy way. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah. I mean, like could happen. But yes, like not real. Are you, if you saw him, what would you do? You'd be like, "Water charity, <laughs> could I help?" Wait, I do. Get, I was like, "Wait, I do get the water charity things." Yeah. Oh man, I'd just be like, "We, you don't even understand how much we have in common. All right, the things we Morgan. could do together." Um, <laughs> anxious. So unlike social like me. introverts, Already. anxious introverts may seek out solitude because they feel awkward and painfully self-conscious around other people because they're not very confident in their own social skills. But often their anxiety doesn't fade when they're all alone. This kind of introversion is defined by a tendency to ruminate, to turn over and over in their minds the things that might or could or already have gone terribly wrong. Oh, my God. <laughs> so so far you're three out of three <laughs> no i think every time you say one i'm like yes this one is me you're right you just keep getting closer and closer i'm afraid for the next one because that one is the next one's called murderer <laughs> okay <laughs> the next one is restrained another word for this one is reserved Restrained introverts sometimes seem to operate at a slightly slower pace, preferring to think before they speak or act. This is not you. <laughs> Hence how I have to go over things again and again in my head. So I don't think before I act. They might also take a while to get going. They can't wake up and immediately spring into action. Uh, so they're, uh, they are restrained, a.k.a. reserved. I don't think I'm any of these. What do you think you are? I think I just don't like people. 
Dick. Yeah. yeah. Dick. Dick traversion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are just a straight up asshole. An all American asshole. A A A. Triple A to you, my friend. <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. And I'm a bitch. <laughs> The last time we talked about etymology, I believe, was way back when we had Nick Darling on the show and he was teaching us about sports. Remember that? Uh, not really. <laughs> Tend to block out anything about sports. Well, it was kind of fun because we got to do a little sports quiz. Sports ball. And we talked about words and their origins. So I saw on OxfordDictionaries.com's blog... Unlikely couples. Words you didn't know shared an etymology. All so right. this is like when you find out that like Rashida Jones is Quincy Jones's daughter. You're like, oh my God. And Melissa McCarthy and Jenny McCarthy are like cousins. Yeah. You're like, didn't know that. Brandy and, Brandy and Snoop Dogg. <laughs> cousins. I mean, that's not etymology. That's called familial relationships <laughs> um but this is like when you find out two words have the same root and you go like whoa okay and you go like whoa and i was like, I was like oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay so salad and salary Ooh. i mean obviously they have green a lot of the same letters <laughs> they both start with s-a-l-a and that is because their root word is salt, or rather the closely related Latin sol, because back in the day, a Roman soldier's allowance, like a salary. Got paid in lettuce? No, was his allowance <laughs> to buy salt. Oh. Which was valuable, but essential at the time. So his salary had something to do with how much salt he could afford. Wait, I think I know why salt was so important. Why was it? It like preserved things? Probably. Okay. Yeah, don't people... Makes food taste better. Good yeah, point. because... Bland. Everyone I mean, if it was bland in the they're Roman, Roman so they're going to put some <laughs> salt on their gnocchi. <laughs> <laughs> and also... This gravy needs some salt. Salad vegetables were often seasoned with salt in dressings in Roman times. So, salary, salad. Salt, salt. Okay. There you go. Makes me think of French fries. Oh my God. Big Mac French fries. I want it right now. Mortify and mortgage. I thought you were saying your own name. Yeah. <laughs> Mortify and Morgan. Yeah, I mean, hand in hand, 24 7. Yeah. The Latin mors means death, is at the root of these words. So, uh, mortify means today can cause someone to feel very embarrassed, um, but it used to mean to be put to death. Oh, <laughs> uh, it has been softened over okay. time. Um, so it used to relate to death, and then mortgage is comes from the word dead because you took a pledge with uh, the, your obligation to make your payment would be fulfilled upon by wait okay dying when the obligation is fulfilled or the property is seized 
So you're basically making an obligation to pay this. Until your death? Until you die. Or that's how I felt when I bought a house. They take your property away. It, yeah. That's your mortgage. That's exactly how I felt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is a good one, question mark. Hysteria and hysterectomy. Oh. Uh, obviously, a lot of letters in common. Mm-hmm. Uh, hysteria is an exaggerated or uncontrollable emotion or excitement. Hysterectomy is a surgical removal of the womb. They both share the root Greek word hystera, which means womb. The origins of hysterectomy are pretty clear. You're removing the womb. And hysteria was once believed that the condition only affected women and it was caused by suffering in the womb. Mm, Like they had suffered in the womb? Uh, No, like they were crazy because they had wombs. Oh. So that's still a thing. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. Mm, I'll do one more. Uh, Aviation and auspicious. Hmm. Those don't seem similar. You don't say. They ultimately derive from Latin avis, which is bird. Uh, Flight of birds, aviation, that kind of makes sense. Um, auspicious is more obscure. Auspicious today means conducive to success or favorable, but it comes from the Latin auspex, observer of birds. Ah. So that's that. Hmm. And in ancient Rome, people who could would watch birds and take omen from like from their flight patterns oh, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were being auspicious in a the olden way of bird watching. The olden way. Mm-hmm. It's you know how I look out the window and I watch the crows and the ravens and the doves and I make my predictions. Yeah, do you see all those in Philadelphia? Every day. <laughs> Go now. Thanks for listening, everybody. And try it again. Go. <laughs> Thanks for listening to our and now. Fifty-first episode. Can you believe it? We got it. That's a wrap. Every day, I walk through a group of birds on a sidewalk. This has been a riveting production.